Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. Our analysis of IGN's top 25 anime list of all time. This is part two, so if you haven't listened to part one, where we go through 25 to 11, uh, go back last week's episode, check that out. Uh, who are we? We are Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime co- podcast. And my name is Wes. I'm joined by my co-host Demetrius. Go buy some Chinese takeout and be happy. Ooh, I love Chinese takeout. And Saeed? What? Is that another? Uh, is that another? <laughs> it's a Waluigi. Waluigi. Waluigi duck noise. I don't know. Yes. Wow. Um. Thanks I everyone said the Brazil for... thing again. Oh. <laughs> We're just reusing reusing intros, bro. So you need to get some new noises going on. <laughs> uh, I need to update my soundboard in my head. <laughs> Uh, thanks to everybody that listened to last week's episode where we went through, like I said in the beginning here, uh, numbers 25 through 11 on IGN's 2019 uh, 25 best anime series of all time. reason it's from December of 2019 is because they haven't updated it. Um, but we thought, you know, it's always good to go through, especially because, you know, once we're done with this episode and we've gone through numbers 10 through 1, we might, you know, put our own out for the next the next couple episodes you know so mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so look so look forward to that um before we hop in like i said go check our last episode for part one if you haven't listened to it but they did include honorable mentions so real quick i'm just going to read these honorable mentions off and we can just say one or two things if we agree or disagree with it um so miranda sanchez's honorable mention was puella mag or puella magi madoka magica or Magi Madoka Magica, I don't know. I've only watched a little bit of Madoka Magica, but I almost feel like it should be on the list because I know everything that happens because of how popular it is. I've seen so many memes that it's I know that popular. that cute thing is is evil. That that's yeah, pretty much all I need to know. Hmm. Um. I feel like that was kind of a Madoka Magica doesn't. Let's just say it doesn't end the way or it doesn't go the way the uh they a lot of people thought it was going to go or that they probably made you think it was going to go. It was one of the first anime that I remember hearing has just this huge swerve in the middle of it. Um, so I feel like I wouldn't be mad with it being up on here. Uh, Michelle Saltzman has, or Mitchell Saltzman, sorry, has uh, Higurashi on the list. I honestly haven't watched Higurashi. Uh, I know there's a remake going on and I know there was a big deal about the remake coming out. It's kind of like a horror murder mystery type of thing. I have so, little interest in watching it. Yeah, neither here nor there. I plan on watching the remake at some point, but I don't know. Whatever. Um, Mike Mammon and Yusuf McCoy both have high Q, which, mm. if we're talking about a series that probably revived the. Not to say there weren't good sports series like Ice Shield 21 
and uh, Kuroko no Basket. But I feel like Haikyuu has kind of really brought back the sports genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if we're talking about modern sports series, I feel like there's an argument for Haikyuu to be there. I put it on a modern list, but there's a slam dunk that should be on this list. Mm-hmm. Slam dunk. Luckily, there is another sports series that is on their top 10. Thank that goodness. deserves to be there. Oh, yes. Um, uh, Akeem La- Lawanson had Tenshi Muyo. Demetrius, you and I have seen some clips of Tenshi Muyo. Oh, yes. And I have seen some clips. And I, boy, oh, boy, I couldn't tell you what the plot was really about. Uh, but there was but some they, plot. They had, there was, there there was, was plenty, plot. Of, uh, plenty of waifus that made you interested anyway. So this and is I know that, heavily fan service. Yeah, and I know that there's like a bunch of different Tenshi Muyo series. And I have I did see it a lot. So that is one of those older influential series that could potentially make a list. Casey DeFridis, Psychopaths. Um, here's an interesting thought. I love season one of Psychopaths. I didn't like season two of Psychopaths. Pretty sure there was a season three of Psychopaths that I never watched, and the movie was okay. But when she says Psychopaths, is she talking about the first season or is she talking about the franchise? Because we mm. discussed in our last episode. Um, the idea of a franchise being there, but not a particular one. And her saying Psychopaths, it's tough to think about because Psychopaths mm-hmm. Season 2 is literally called Psychopaths 2. So. True. Yeah. Um, judging apart for the whole. Nick Limone has Mobile Suit Gundam 8th MS Team, which I love 8th MS Team. I love Gundam. Uh, I would not put 8th MS Team as a top 25 best anime series, even though I think it's one of the better Gundam one. And it goes again into the, I think the Gundam franchise should be on this list. Well, because sure. when you when you think of... Close. We were just talking about this, bro. Yeah. They have statues mm-hmm. in Japan of yeah, Gundams. They have life-size moving statues <laughs> in Japan um, of Gundam stuff. It's literally the biggest... You anime, one of the biggest anime merchandising industries out there. You wouldn't have Pacific Rim without Gundam. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, Gundam is the quintessential. Like, yeah, there were a few other ones that came out before it. Uh, but Gundam is kind of that quintessential cookie cutter. Or even though it's not cookie cutter, but it's become to... It's synonymous with the mech anime series. So mm-hmm. the fact that Gundam isn't on... Like, maybe I'd put the OG Mobile Suit Gundam. Or I'd put, like, Gundam Wing... Um, on the list, but Gundam is a franchise. Uh, Terry Schwartz had Pokemon as an honorable mention, which if we are being 100% right now, it, it should be on the list. Everybody it should be on the list Pikachu. for the top 25. Everyone knows Pikachu, bro. Yeah. Everyone. It was legitimately probably everyone's first anime they've ever watched was Pokemon. They just didn't know it in at our the generation. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And you could argue that it's an anime based off the video game series, right? Like there was a video game series and then they made the anime and then they made the card game, but the anime is still going on. That's how a lot of people consume Pokemon media outside of the games. Like it is iconic. The Pokemon anime is iconic. It should be there. And again, Pokemon as a franchise as a whole should be there. Isn't it like the, the best selling franchise of a thing or something like that? Yeah. It's the, it's the number one video game like franchise in history Uh, by a, by a long shot. By a oh, long wow. shot. I heard the um, manga for Pokemon is brutal. Never read it. Oh, Pokemon Adventures is oh, very good, good. It's very good. That should get an anime adaptation. That'd be interesting. It would be because like gym leaders this, are evil is, members of Team this Rocket. Is literally, kind of this is literally what we were talking about 
a couple podcasts ago where you're looking for something like a Pokemon with more mature vibes. That's what that sounds like. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, read Pokemon Adventures. Um, Laura, I'm sorry, Laura Prudum, Prudum, however you say your name, Yuri on Ice is not a 25 of all time. I'm sorry. Oh, God. That's disrespectful. <laughs> uh, 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 um, I appreciate... I was expecting to see, like, not on maybe some... a free... Not really <laughs> actually on the list. Uh, yeah. But Yuri on Ice, that's... I didn't expect to hear anyone talk about that. I appreciate the fact that it caught on in the West, and you could see it in all the hot topics, and it definitely, for a period, was like pretty influential, but it really fell off the map <laughs> once once it ended. Um, so I'm sorry. And then, Demetrius, we have interesting thoughts on this. The last one, Jesse uh, Shadeen, Trigun was an honorable mention i really i really want to like trigun yeah i really do and there's certain parts of the og anime that i loved i was watching it i was a fan and then it did a couple things i wasn't feeling it and i stopped so maybe i'll go no back and rewatch black it lagoon or but anything? Eh, there well, is black no lagoon black lagoon huh black lagoon is real good <laughs> Um, yeah, Trigun has like that old school feel that I really like, and it has the old school story beats that I really like. But like you said, there are just a few things that happened that kind of turned me off from saying it's a top twenty-five. But um, I would say Trigun should be on this list over some of the other stuff. Would you agree on that? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it definitely has the potential for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that being said, honorable mentions out of the way, we're just gonna hop right in with number ten. Because while we said we were pretty split on Trigun, um, Demetrius, you and I both agree that I don't think, and this is probably a hot take, because there are rabid fans out there for this franchise. Fooly I don't coolie. care. <laughs> um, no. No. <laughs> he just said no. It's it's uh, my problem with Fooly Cooly, <laughs> even though it's short and it has to get to the point, it's wacky, it does a lot of like interesting things in terms of animation, uh, voice acting, and concepts. I thought that was that was okay. The story itself, some of the story beats. It's kind of a mess. Uh, it's kind of weird. Like it's it's straight up it's straight up weird. That is a grown woman kissing a middle schooler. No. No. My thing with Fooly Cooly is like I get the whole metaphor for growing up and all that and amazing soundtrack and very interesting things with animation. Uh they do like as the guy matures more, the animation becomes more and more clear or um refined like i get all that but to me fully cooly and the fully cooly fans that listen are not going to be happy fully cooly is a series that when someone wants to make people think that they're like a hardcore anime fan they'll bring up they watch fully cooly <laughs> fully cooly is pretty normie i'm putting that out there. Oh. yeah <laughs> it's pretty damn normie guys it's as normie as it gets actually it shouldn't, at the very least, at the very least, it should not be this high on the list, for sure. Yeah, because it's, it did have a cultural impact with everything it did in anime. It's like a cult-following um, anime. Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest cult-following animes out there. But again, like, it's almost reached a status where someone will be like, oh yeah, I watch anime, have you seen Fooly Cooly? Like, not a big deal, I watch Fooly Cooly. Um, yeah, I don't know, maybe on the list, but not top ten. But Demetrius, I know you're happy with number nine. <laughs> oh yeah, heck yeah! Uh, number nine is Yu Yu Hakusho, where it uh, <coughs> bless me. Oh, 
<laughs> I thought he was about to just say like Hakusho. Yeah, that's what I thought he was doing too. It uh, deserves it deserves top ten. Oh, forever yeah, for goaded. Sure. Forever by that forever. by that dude uh Togashi. Very interesting very interesting thing I just noticed. The the Yoshihiro Togashi family have three series on the top twenty five. Very impressive. Ooh. Three? We'll get What's the third? Yeah. Oh, well, hold on. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Don't say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Yu um, uh, Hakusho. Great series. Great soundtrack. Great characters. Still rolling deep with the four-man squad. I mean, this is something that came out in the 90s, and the animation still holds up because I'm in the middle of a rewatch right now. So I obviously have bias, but... Uh, you want to talk about influencing the culture, and you can see all types of uh, memorab- memorabilia, Blu-ray. Uh, people still talk about this series. People who haven't seen it watch it, and they're like, wow, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. It was one of the ones on Toonami um, oh, yeah. in the U.S., uh, which you can't— In like, the golden golden age of dubs. This is one of English them. English dubs. Which, I mean, if we're talking about that, too, the fact that Roroni Kenshin isn't on this list. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, it kind of hurts. That's, that's kind of tough. But, yeah, I mean, look at Yu Yu Hakusho. It's an example of you can see the influence from older shonen. Like, there's a tournament arc. There are clear power-ups. But at the same time, it kind of furthers that and has held up over time. Right? Yeah. Um, in and popularity, not afraid, not especially. Afraid, not afraid to do the typical shonen stuff. And it's also not afraid to delve into some really thought-provoking, like, darkness of the human psyche. Mm-hmm. Now, number eight, um, speaking of darkness, number eight is a series that I do not like. Demetrius does not like. Saeed does on, like. Hold on, hold on, hey, I'm, hold on, hold on. Do oh, I like go ahead. I think, yeah. so as I grow, as I grow, I'm, I'm getting more towards the middle. So mm-hmm. I, I used to hate Ava. I used to hate Neon oh, Genesis yeah. Evangelion a lot. Uh, would I rewatch it? Probably still a hard no. Um, I appreciate what Hideaki Anno was trying to do, but it's not my type. But if you're talking about something that is influential and important for the culture, yeah, it deserves this list. Yeah, because I was gonna say um, you really you don't like it. I don't like it. Said likes it, but I cannot argue that Ava Neon Genesis Evangelion is easily. One of the most influential series out there. Oh, it yeah. is it has sparked probably more discussions in the anime fan base than any other series out there as to what it means, what the meaning of it and the ending is, uh, different symbolism, different metaphors that it puts forth. Congratulations. We we even say that all the time. Like love it or hate it. Ava is, and it used to be the white whale of anime, right? Like, this was actually the series that, like, I said Fooly Cooly is a series that people would tell you to try to make you think that they were, like, deep into anime. If you knew someone that watched Ava, that's how, like, because that was hard to find. That's how you were like, okay, this guy kind of, like, before Netflix got it, that'd be like, okay, you're into it. So Ava, like, I don't like it, personally, but I can't, that doesn't mean... That I can't. That it's not up here. I will say that I really like the rebuild movies. I'm a fan yeah, of. Yeah, I like the re. I do like the rebuild movies. They're a little more like put together and a little I more generic. Them, actually, I think. But, uh, I think the saying. difference between the original series and the rebuild movies 
is that the original series and they call it out in the uh in the article itself they talk it, it's like an exploration of depression where the rebuild movies doesn't focus as much on that and also in the uh in interviews with the team that worked on Ava a lot of the stuff they just either put in there like all the religious symbolism and stuff they put in there to either be cool or they just didn't know where they were going to go for it or like go with it so the rebuild movies kind of gave them time to hammer down more specifics i feel like uh clean it up a little more but then also for some people because i know some people don't like it that makes it feel a little more generic right it doesn't have the weird edgy depressed metaphorical drug-induced writing that the og one has Mm. Um, but very 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 influential speaking of saeed you mentioned the togashi family right yep um, because the dude is married to the Sailor Moon guy, and he has Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, so let's talk about his... And man, we've done a whole podcast on this too. Uh, his latest work, number seven, Hunter Hunter. <laughs> it um, deserves it. I'd put it I, up here. I like how the hiatus. first sentence... Hiatus, hiatus. I like how the first sentence, it says, because Hunter Hunter, it goes Hunter x Hunter. That's how you write it out. Um, but they, they typed out Hunter x Hunter, and then in parentheses put pronounced hunter hunter <laughs> yo people get triggered if you say it wrong i'm telling you yeah um the, the x has a whole incredible. different meaning depending on where you are at the, on the internet that is true because there are some series like some h h x h series that you might not want to see but um hunter hunter i feel like i don't know if you agree with me it took what he kind of did in yu yu Hakusho to a different level almost yeah with with group and character dynamics and not being afraid to let people go out and do what they wanted to do uh Mm -hmm. not necessarily on screen all the time the anime the 2011 anime had incredible animation uh iconic opening great endings uh unfortunately the manga like demetrius said hiatus hiatus (laughs) that thing is never coming back never ever but it's so Hunter Hunter is so influential and, and, and discussed. Of course, you're still going to find like shirts, all this other stuff. The manga is talked about. The anime yeah, the is talked about. The discussion manga. boards are everywhere. People's speculation on where things will go. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter is an incredible series, storytelling wise. It's an incredible, incredible anime with. We, we talked about it a little bit in the Chainsaw Man episode. Um, and maybe we'll do an episode on it down the road. Just how some certain anime series can have a momentum to them. That once you start watching, you just got to keep watching. And Hunter Hunter had that momentum when I watched it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's a brilliantly just... pieced together series. Mm-hmm. It, like the way the arcs build up connect to the previous arcs and climax, all that characters fantastic villains antagonist out of this world yeah music on point animation on point there's so there's nothing bad about it that's true yeah it is up to this point on this list i would say it's probably the most complete um series amongst anime fan bases given their criteria being uh reminding people of the criteria they said cultural impact industry impact and just how well liked it is 
cultural impact, Hunter Hunter is everywhere, right? Uh, yep. People mm-hmm. love it, which also goes into just how people like it. Industry impact. It's still one of the top selling manga ever, having not released a chapter in over two years. Right. Whenever volumes do <laughs> oh get released, uh, they jump up in the top volume sales of all, like, th- that year. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Hunter Hunter definitely deserves to be here at number seven. Maybe... Maybe a little higher. If we do our list, I don't know if we're actually going to number stuff, but um, or when we do our list, we'll ballpark them. We'll figure it out. We'll see. We'll We'll ballpark it. But um, number six is an interesting one. Yeah. Because while we just talked about Hunter Hunter, number six is high on our own personal lists. But again, the all time list Mob Mob Psycho one hundred on the all time list. Um, Oh. I'd say no. No. Yeah. There's things like uh, what's gonna call it. Rurouni Kenshin, uh, Slam Dunk, and all that stuff we talked about before that aren't on here. I wouldn't put Mob Initial Psycho D. above there for all time list. And also, Mob Psycho. So this came out in 2019, right? This list, reminding reminding you, dear listeners, this list came out in 2019. The Mob Psycho M- manga actually recently ended. I think like middle of last year, and people didn't really like the ending. Oh, oh really? Oh dang, that's yeah. Sad. People actually, I and I read, read it, I read, th- I read through it, and I thought the ending was just like. It was an okay ending, but it was kind of disappointing, like with the way with what they're doing. So people didn't really like the Mob Psycho 100 ending. Uh, so this is that perfect example of they put a recent series out there that was the talk of the town, that kind of dropped off a little bit because of what happened with it after the anime series came out. So I don't think it deserves to be up there on a modern list, maybe especially because the on animation a modern is list? just yeah, the animation. Oh, my goodness. Um, unlike anything you might ever see but yeah no um, and that leads us into top five territory with number five which if you listen to our last episode we said there were pleasant surprises on this list yo demetrius let them know about this number five. Oh my gosh so i was so surprised and pleasantly pleasantly shown that someone who was it jesse Jesse, Sh- I can't pronounce your last name. Shadeen. Shadeen. Yeah, yeah. Has number five as Hajime no Ippo. First of all, thank you, Jesse, because you are completely correct. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about Hajime no Ippo, and it's massively underrated in terms of. Huge. In terms of, like, turning your life around, uh, changing your life for the better, and really it just, is a bo- it's a boxing just going series, for your dreams. It is arguably the greatest sports anime of all time you can argue mm-hmm. it yeah the manga you, is still going on it's over like what 1200 chapters yeah, yeah. so good like the manga mm-hmm. when uh the anime ends i think it's around the sawamura-esque area once yeah. it ends and you read you go to the manga it's still really good and it flows there's just some mangaka that are really good about showing their fight scenes it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sports series, I kind of hinted at it in, with the Haikyuu, or I kind of touched on it when I said Haikyuu, like, kind of brought sports series back into it. Hajime no Ippo has been, like, putting sports manga on its back for a while. Oh, yeah. That, yep. was, that was the only one for the longest time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and a good sports manga or anime is, like, in my opinion, top-tier content. It is so oh, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. you do a sports anime or a manga really well it's like 
one of the best genres out there. And this is one thing that I want Crunchyroll or Funimation, whoever who's going to stream anime, you need to get the official first part of Hajime no Ippo online for yes. people to see because it is not. Yes. And that is criminal because it's like 80 episodes that leads into its sequel that's like 24, 25. And you need that first part to really understand it. It has a message. It has great animation. It has sales. It has cultural impact. Hajime no Ippo, like this being here makes me even more upset that Slam Dunk is not on this list right because if i'm thinking top tier sports anime or manga i'm thinking slam dunk at one and hajime no ipo at like one a or one b right right yeah those two are those two are the ones debatable in my head Mm -hmm. those two for sure should be on an all-time anime list yep so hajime no ipo even if you think you're not gonna like sports series give it a shot it is a great like it's a great like cheering for the little guy story and seeing him progress it is yeah incredible and incredible. and what's what, what's even it's funny what's even, too dude it's extremely it is funny. Oh, it's funny. so funny it's so funny <laughs> the, my boy the takamura let's <laughs> takamura's the goat uh, yeah and it's it's even like you said it's even more than the little guy though because takamura has always been tough and he's oh, he's yeah. also aiming you know like they all have their own path it's really good. Mm-hmm. Really You get good. to see different weight classes, different types of characters, different countries. It's not just oh, yeah. boxing in Japan. Mm-hmm. It is. It's great. Love that it's on here. Um, number four, One Piece. What else is there to say? Um, yep. I was honestly shocked it was this high when I saw this list. Yeah. I didn't know I people was pretty would put surprised. it up this high. But um, I think it's, it obviously deserves to be on the list. In my opinion, but I'm biased. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean what? It's about to become the second best-selling comic book of all time. Oh including yeah, including American the, comic books. You know what's wild too? Oda, the mangaka of One Piece, is about to be, or could potentially be, in the top ten best-selling authors in human history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, human history. It's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, like the two comics above One Piece, if you're putting manga in the same realm as comics, are Superman at one and Batman. And think about yep. how long each of those series has been going on for. Think about how many authors and artists each one of those franchises has gone through. How many mm-hmm. movies and TV shows each one of those franchises have had. They had how like much a merchandise? Forty-year head start too. Yep. Mm-hmm. One Piece straight up came out in the '90s. And is about to catch up. Yep. Superman's going to be tough, though. I don't think that's going to be tough. That's like over 600 oh, yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. But that's because yeah, that that's... thing's been going on since like World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> tough. Um, people like to argue against One Piece because they say it's goofy. People like to argue against One Piece because they say it's long. People like to argue against One Piece because they say that characters annoy them or whatever. Look. You got to give it a shot. If you give the it a fair shake, you can't beat the, you can't beat I'm the telling facts. You guys, I'm telling you guys, the length adds value to the series. It's it's super good because of its length. It might not make sense to some people that are only used to watching short series, but the length adds a lot of layers that build up over time. Where the oh, payoffs, yeah. the payoffs are like nothing you can ever imagine if you're if you're yeah. if you're the, on the ride from the beginning. It's not oh, yeah. often that 
an author is willing to make the first couple hundred chapters of a series almost just introductory chapters yeah right? like yeah pre like a what is it called in books epilogue yeah What's like a, a prequel? prologue or a, a prologue prologue a prologue. A prologue yeah the first hundred chapters are like a prologue to like the meat of the story mm-hmm. where you get so some meat and potatoes mm-hmm. love it or hate it one piece is sold so much it's so widely known it, it it has it's all that for it a rules japan man the the merchandise the the trains that are one piece related There's they a have a one piece uh, theme park now don't they yeah well they closed down the one in tokyo tower but they're opening up another one yeah yeah oh yeah so, so jesse jesse sheeden you can hang you can hang mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah because he he said hajime no ipo too yeah, and Mob minus, Psycho. Minus, minus, oh, well, minus, he said, he said minus Fooly Cooly, you can hang. Mob Psycho is yeah, debatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's good. He's good. He also is the guy that said uh, try He or she. So. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can come on the podcast, Jesse. You're a friend. You're a friend. Um, we can and tell. so is Mitchell. So is Mitchell Saltzman, I guess, because he put Monster at number three. <laughs> this, 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 top, like, this top five of the list or like top ten? Really catered to me. I don't know how, because I'm shocked. Monster was on here too. Monsters. Oh, I was very in like surprised. My top Monster. three anime for my me personally. Mm-hmm. So having it mm-hmm. up, well, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I still have um, to watch they it. said, they said Monster is quite simply one of the best stories ever told in anime and manga form, uh, and I 100% agree with that. The villain is incredible, if not oh, one of the best so to ever cool. exist. Um how real it feels how dark that when when they say it's a dark mature gritty thriller about a good man who loses everything after doing what he believed to be the right thing and the dark descent he must endure in order to correct his mistake that's almost just like scratching the surface oh yeah there's so many layers to it mm-hmm. I'm monster is monster is a, a genuine masterpiece i am glad that they put it on here and so far like as much as we've kind of clowned on certain choices top five Hajime no Ippo, One Piece Monster, belong. It's kind of clean. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Solid. Which leads to number two, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I can see um, why Cowboy Bebop would I, be on yeah. the two, though. Yeah. You, you, so I can't complain. Everyone talks about it. Everyone knows the name Spike. Mm-hmm. See you later, Space Cowboy. And the Cowboy. music, the iconic opening, the jazz and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, Three, two, again, one, let's jam. Like, Ooh, uh, but yeah, we talked about it in the last episode. Demetrius, you and I almost Saeed apparently just dropped the bomb on everyone that's <laughs> never seen it. Yeah, Saeed just surprised all of us. Yeah, uh, but Demetrius, you and I both kind of agreed. Uh, we both, you and I both, kind of agreed that we put Samurai Champloo personally, enjoyment wise, over Cowboy Bebop for ourselves. Yeah, um, I think Samurai Champloo. He, because that was like his second foray. That was like Watanabe's second foray at this type of episodic show. I think he took everything he learned from Cowboy Bebop and really refined it. But again, the impact of Cowboy Bebop. There is always going to be a show that comes out that you can argue does things better than the original. Look at however many shonen shows compared to Dragon Ball, right? Yeah. I think, uh, I think even though I'd really, still argue OG Dragon Ball is like top tier. What's, what's really cool about Cowboy Bebop is you can see the progression in the show as it's going. Um, so one of the episodes is one of my favorite moments is there's uh, 
how most anime have like a mid episode commercial break spot where they put something up or they show a screen. And this one, it said Cowboy Bebop is the genre that will be defined all on its own. And I was like, whoa, you don't see that a lot in any anime. Mm -hmm. And the movie, just because of its style of like space, bounty hunting and all this other stuff, which probably is what Space Dandy drew a lot off of. Because that was another Watanabe work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is really, really easy to get into as a, as a Westerner. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop is... What did I see? I saw someone tweet out, like, Cowboy Bebop is what happens when an anime, uh, a guy making anime, makes an anime having only ever watched, like, Quentin Tarantino movies and listening to Western rock mm-hmm. and jazz. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of... That kind of is what it is. <laughs> like... It's very much not like anime in some of the tones. And then also it very much is in some of the messages, which sounds super confusing if you haven't seen it. But if you've seen it, you know. Like, it kind of is its own thing. And the influence that it has cannot be denied. Yeah, it's undisputable undisputable that it has a huge influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bang. that leads us... Bang. Uh, that leads us to number one. Which, when I saw it, I was not surprised because it is. this is a very easy pick to make because it is also number one on my anime list. And not my anime list, the, the my anime list website. Myanimelist.net. Um, yep. Uh, and that is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which you can just pretty much say, for people that don't know, Full Metal Alchemist had, it, it's a manga series, and it had an anime that ran alongside that was Full Metal Alchemist. But at a certain point, the anime Full Metal Alchemist caught up to the manga Full Metal Alchemist. Hard deviated. But they weren't going to... Yeah, they weren't going to put it on hold. Because it kind of came out... It didn't come out when like the seasonal series were coming out. Like, uh, My Hero is every season, right? Like, to give right. time for the manga to catch up. Or, like, I don't know what else. Jujutsu Kaisen is seasonal right attack on titan seasonal which attack is on not titan, on this seasonal. list still bitter yeah yeah that that's a modern classic of especially given the influence that it had in the west for anime the reemergence of anime back in the day but um so full metal alchemist the original anime hit a point where it caught up to the manga and they straight up just like deviated and made up their own ending and everything so brotherhood is the 100 percent accurate to the manga um adaptation of it it's a newer adaptation it follows the manga it doesn't make up its own stuff um mm-hmm. it's a i very am solid series yeah i've always had thoughts about it as a number one series because i understand why it's it's not my personal number one series ever but i can understand why it's the number one series in so many places which is why i thought this was an easy pick like it's like right. you said, Said it's a very yeah. solid series. It's like like what we said about Hunter Hunter. Like it, it basically covers everything. Yeah. With the characters, the writing, the animation, the music. It's it's all there. The openings are fire, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, fantastic Oof. openings. It has and a it's really really it off solid story. Uh, yeah, and I was just about to say it pulled off something that's very hard for some reason in closing a series, like a manga or an mm-hmm. anime in general. 
it talks about things that like mangaka or any story writers typically don't like they're more scared to talk about certain things that full metal tackled right. yeah and i know but it did it in a people, tasteful way i, I have people a theory i complain about the ending, on the um but women writers write better overall than men writers oh we've talked it's about a that. pattern oh, yeah. I've been it's, seeing, it's kind of it's kind of true though to a they degree. write deeper. They write better characters. For, at least in a shonen setting, they write better characters for the most part, on average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In uh, a shonen setting, not necessarily including the seinen writers, because there's some fantastic male seinen writers that can actually write in-depth characters. But for some reason in shonen, I've noticed the women write deeper characters. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain and there's a certain complexity that some writers can't get right but full metal alchemist brotherhood is one of those examples where she really like gets complexity down yeah and i was gonna say uh i do know there are like there are people on the internet and people i know that don't really like the ending to full metal alchemist brotherhood um but having watched it having watched (laughs) it a few times it's literally the perfect ending for what the series is Yep. Um, we we talk we talk a lot about we talk a lot about having a series has its own universe and its own rules, and this one followed its own rules to the T. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. was a, that was beautiful too. Yeah, there are there are certain things that when we talk about what we like in anime, like I can understand why people might not like the ending of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, right? Um, but when a series can write itself in a way that like you said comes full circle to stuff from the to concepts from the very beginning right Mm -hmm. and can complete the series itself even though it leaves it kind of open a little bit but can complete the series following its own rules like yeah i don't think full metal alchemist brotherhood is the perfect series because there are moments or there are concepts in it that are definitely more of those more abstract eastern mindset concepts like the whole door of truth and all that that are a little harder to grasp but when a series itself can follow its own rules throughout the whole thing and even introduce new rules like because they had alchemy and then later on you find out about what is it alka history alka history yeah like when you can follow your own rules and introduce new rules that don't break pre-established rules and just add to them and then come full circle at the end of the series. It's it's something special. And again, it's, <laughs> it's not my beautiful. favorite. That ma- that's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. masterpiece. It's not my number one series of all time. I don't think it's any of our I number one series of all time. I can't be mad at them putting it at number one, though. That's yeah. But yeah, but I every I, time I see it at it, number really. one on any list, yeah, I can't. There's nothing really bad for me to say about Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It is just a very solid show with some very solid momentum again. Great story, um, okay live action adaptation. Listen to the live action anime adaptations podcast episode we put there. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, I I'm I'm not mad with it being number one, and I'm not mad with going back to the conversation we had about franchises being on a list. I'm not mad with Full Metal Alchemist as a franchise being on a list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, that, that's one thing we, that this doesn't really mention is that Brotherhood, and we could do a whole podcast talking about Brotherhood and deviations. Um, 
but you really have to watch both to understand certain pieces or read parts of the manga to understand Brotherhood yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, it's Brotherhood. Brotherhood follows the manga, but there are definitely stuff you miss out on. Um, but it's a good enough adaptation that it just feels very solid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, it's. I I would say we had a lot of questions about the top what 25 20 to 11 even? yeah probably yeah. 25 top to 20, 11 is where we 25 were 25 like, to oh. 11 the top 10 was and pretty then, clean yeah top 10 yeah, was the top 10 part. i'm glad they did that yeah the, to- the top the 10 work. out of a couple mm-hmm. uh outside of a couple series i actually almost agree with this top 10 uh but now we're interested in you guys so if you guys have even just a top five series of all time uh for you personally we're not talking about uh because again it's it would just be tough for for people to say right uh what are your top five series of all time uh and what basis do you have on it right we're not asking for a comprehensive best anime series of all time because it's almost impossible to do that right even though we're about to try in the next couple episodes. But yeah, follow us on Bebop Banter and just kind of like what they did with their personal favorites that they listed. List some of your personal favorites there. And if you think maybe one of those personal favorites is an all-time anime series, right? And don't let me see any Sword Art Online's out there <laughs> as You'll get a blocked. best of all time. Because I, you won't get blocked. But Sword Art Online is Sword Art Online is just a not as good version of Dot Hack, and they slander the name of the Black Swordsman. So get out of here with that. There's uh, only one true Black Swordsman. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and it's Samuel L. Jackson in Afro Samurai. With that <laughs> being said, everybody, um, yeah, go to our announcement oh post from gosh. this if you want to at Bebop Banter on Instagram. Comment with maybe your favorite or top favorite anime. And if you think any of those top favorite anime would make a list of the top 25 series of all time, look forward to us tackling a list of top ton, tw- bleh, top 25 best series of all time. And why we're going to put a good amount of work into kind of coming up with our own, uh, comparing, contrasting, debating as to why they should be up there and really diving into what we think an actual all-time, not personal all-time, but all-time list should look like. My name was Wes. Thank you all for listening. This was Demetrius and Saeed. You know what to hit him. To be continued. Bebop, don't stop. Peace.